We are the scapegoats. We are the guinea pigs. We have always been the guinea pigs to propaganda. Just, to, just like when they were taking us from uh, Africa and they were bringing us in ships and, and, and you had a lot of good people of other ethnicities, uh, we're talking about Europeans, white folks, that didn't, get, been, didn't know why are you doing that because obviously they look like we look, they're human. And they had to put out that you were from monkeys and that you had tails and that you were uncivilized and, and they put this out. And let me, let me, let me go European. Hitler did the same thing to the Jews. Hitler, beside Napoleon and Alexander the Great, Hitler was the only man that almost con conquered the world. That's why you had World War II was because you had to stop Hitler because Hitler was trying to conquer the world. And he would have conquered the world. Hitler was satanically empowered. All of those organizations are satanically empowered. They deal in witchcraft. And you got to understand, that's why we can't move ourselves from the Lord. We can't disconnect ourselves from our power source because if we move away from that, then we have nothing to fight with. Now, Hitler did the same thing. Before you can oppress a people, you have to kill the image of the people. Before, I'm going to say it again. Before you can oppress a people, you have to kill the image of the people. You have to make the image of the people be debased. You have to dehumanize them. You have to present them in a certain light before you can destroy them, before you can exterminate them. Things are happening like they're happening because there is a lack of value on who we are as people. When you see movies like Scandal and you see pictures like Empire and you see all of the negative images that have always been shot all over the world about us, when constantly they're putting out how bad we are in the hood and how we're killing each other and we're looting and robbing. And when you see only images like there are no black, like there are no Chinese people robbing, there are no white people robbing, there are no Asian, come on somebody, there, there are gangs, there are Chinese gangs. They're white gangs. They're Arab gangs. They're homosexual gangs. But yet you don't see them being plastered all over the news. They're only plastering dark people. That's the power of propaganda. So you can't be afraid to say what you say. They, they, the enemy depends on you being afraid. What, ain't no need of you trying to not be afraid to make somebody like you. They don't like you anyway. I'm going to say that again. They don't like you anyway. And so to my corporate brothers and sisters who trying to smooth, they don't like you. The minute you do and step out of your lines, they're going to show you how much they like you. Because <laughs> you got some of those house Negroes. Now, let, let, me, let me go back. Oh, yeah, you got them. You got them. That's our problem. Our problem has always been trying to fit in or trying to love something that don't want to love. You respect everybody. You honor everyone, but you don't break your neck. Come on, somebody, which we have always done to try to make someone like us. Chinese didn't do it. Japanese didn't do it. They built their own infrastructure. That's why you have a Mexico. That's why you have a China. That's why you have a Japan. That's why you have an Italy. Because you had those nationalities who said, we're going to have our own. One way or the other. Now, part of our situation is not all our fault. Because we understand that we have been traumatized, abused for hundreds of years. But it's time to wake up. I'm telling you, 
It is time to wake up. And look, don't you let the enemy make you feel like it's too late. There's no such thing as too late. Because see, another hundred years will go by with you saying it's too late. I wish I had a witness. See, when you get in your mind talking about it's too late to do this, it's too late to do that, you've already stopped your progress. When you start talking about I can't or I'm too old, when you start buying into what negatives try to come into your head, you've already killed your progress. There is always hope. As long as you got life in your body. Okay, now you say, where you go? Let me say this and then we're going to go to scripture because I'm going to help you this morning. Now, watch this. I was watching. They were doing a round table and a caller called in and she asked Jimmy Swaggart's wife in the panel that was there that why are they as sensitive about the, the black killings as they were about the police killings. I believe it's propaganda myself personally. I believe it was purposely done. I believe it's a false flag. I don't believe that one little black man could sit there and outstage and strategically, <laughs> I don't believe it. Don't believe it. Not that to that extent. I do not believe it. So that's my take on it. I got a right to my opinion. I'm going to say it. I don't believe it. So whatever happened, I just don't believe that, that story. I don't believe they had all those conversations with him. And he made the statement because I know how they can manipulate news and media. They lie to you and lie to me all the time. Because mm. they call them conspiracy theory. You better wake up. We, we better wake up. Our problem is we stick our head in the sand. We don't look. Ignoring it is not going to help. Ignoring it is not going to help. Putting your head in the sand and trying to be passive. And I don't want to talk about that. That's been our problem. We need to talk about it. We need to talk about it because they people have been banking on you not thinking, on you not talking about anything. Because if you're not talking about anything, that means you're not strategizing. You're not planning. You're not organizing. The biggest uh, detriment or accomplishment that came out of slavery is that we are disorganized. The power to or ability to make us so dysfunctional that we contribute. We are the only people that contribute to our own oppression. We contribute. That was the biggest victory out of slavery, is that now you have a people who contributes to their own oppression. One of the things is that we have a double consciousness. Because it said, even in the title that they give us, because, you know, they kept changing our names. First you was nigger. Then you was a Negro. Then you was African. Then you was African-American. You don't know what you are. But now the tag is African-American. So we have a double consciousness. Why? Because on one side we're African, but then on the other side, American. So we're trying to buy, uh, many times what we've done is try to buy into the American side. We've been so hard. We're more American than so-called Americans. So you hear black people now saying, I'm American. I don't see color. I'm American. My own daughter made that statement. I told you about that story. I'm not black or white, and she's dark as my shirt. They say, oh, you black. You black. And be Trump. If Trump can be an unapologetic racist, if he can sit on the stage and say what he says and feel unapologetic about it, and I'm telling you, 
Let me tell you something. You better be. <laughs> people, Trump is a refreshing, is a breath of fresh air yes. to a lot of people. Yes. Why? He, not because he's smart, because he's not. Not because he's intelligent, because he's not. But he's honest. And they'd rather have an honest idiot than a scholastic liar. Amen. <laughs> See, Hillary is a scholastic liar. Bill is a scholastic liar. Obama is a scholastic liar. Well, people are tired of that. And now, and, 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 and democracy is not real democracy. But you have to understand, and I'll break that down to you, because see, and I'm telling you, some of you never know these things because you don't hear it and you don't look for it and you don't want to hear it. So the pastor has to teach you. Now, you have to understand, have, let, let me give you this. You have to understand that uh, 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 Trump has been a breath of fresh air. And he's stirring up, he's stirring up the white contingency that of, of a lower nature. In other words, the poor white contingent, he's stirring them up. Yes. Yes. He's stirring them up. They're going to vote for him. They're going to vote for him because he's echoing. He's a rich uh -huh. mogul with a trailer park tongue. Yes, Lord. <laughs> Come on with it. Come on with it. He is, see, he cannot be, here's the problem. His his GOP, they don't want him. The Republic don't really, Republicans don't want him. But they can't stop him. Number one, he got his own money. Hello, black folk. See, when you got your own money, you do what you want. He, he funded his own campaign. He wrote his own check. So you can't tell me what to say. Yeah, uh-huh. So you can't tell me what to say. But his people don't want but they can't stop him. So he's sitting there saying what he wants to say. Because his people don't want him. But he's a rich mogul. Now he is not of the political aristocratic uh, uh, aristocrats or the aristocracy. He's of the economic aristocracy. Sometimes they don't go hand in hand. Okay? Politics is fueled by the economics. Because that's what democracy is. Democracy is the ability to buy your own candidate. Okay. Okay. Democracy has nothing to do with the freedom of the people because even when you say the Pledge of Allegiance, it never talks about democracy. The Pledge of Allegiance says, I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic. To the republic. I'm going to say that again. To the republic for which it stands. To the republic. So you're not dealing with a democracy anyway. You're dealing with a republic. So in other words, now when you talk about democracy, democracy is really an illusion because the people don't run America. See, democracy is supposed to be for the people, by the people. But the people don't actually run America. Let's go back to Gore. Gore won the election. The popular vote. He won it by millions. He won the popular vote. But then there came two electoral. Yeah. I'm going to say that again. Electoral votes. And they put uh, they put uh, Bush in office. What happened there? Now, with, with Trump, they're afraid because they can't do Trump that way. They gave Al Gore the uh, Medal of Peace, the Pulitzer Surprise. He won that, and he shut up. Gore didn't say a word. He went off into the wind quiet because he knew the game. But Trump is of the economic 
aristocracy, not the political. So now you got a money guy stepping up because usually you have a political person who's backed by money people. But now you got one of the money people ste stepping up who got a trailer park tongue and who's saying it like he feel. He crazy, but he a breath of fresh air. Even the some black folks, because at least he's saying what he is. Exactly. <laughs> because at least he's saying what he is. We don't have to read between the lines. You don't have to wonder with him. You, you know, he's telling you exactly what he is. He said, don't let none of them in. <laughs> he said, Be, rebuild the wall. <laughs> yeah, I meet with the clan? Sure. You should know where you stand with them. And right now, people are so disgruntled because they've had all this fake stuff. Because, see, you know, a lot of white people voted for Obama. Oh, come on, somebody. A lot of Caucasians voted for Obama, and he's done nothing. He's done nothing in their eyes either. He never answers a question directly. And black people have lost their mind. See, let me, have, let me heal my black people. One of our problems, and I'm getting back to sunlight, I'm getting back to Jimmy Swaggart, I'm going to show you in a minute, but let me, let, me, let me say this. It is very unintelligent for you to back someone and they do not offer you anything. We've been voting just because. It's Democrat. That's crazy. You don't vote just because it's Democrat. You got to vote for policy. I, you don't just vote. We're, we politically castrate ourselves automatically because the Democrats know you're going to vote for them anyway just because they're Democrats. They don't have to offer you anything. They don't have to say, this is what I'm going to do for you. They don't have to pitch you anything. They don't have to promise you anything. And then the Republicans know you're not going to vote for them, so they don't offer you anything either. So now you killed on both fronts. Most of us don't even know it was the Republican Party that freed the slaves. <laughs> It was the Republican Party that did that. And to be honest, as I said before, black people should vote for neither party because neither party is for you. Right. You should be independent and get your own candidate and put your dollars and finances behind them yeah. because that's what wins elections in the Democratic race. When you get these stars and our superstars or entertainers, they kill us too because they're paid. They're paid to shift your opinion. They come out and they bag people and we follow them because that's we don't think. We're sheep that's being herded. Y'all don't want any word. You don't just back a candidate and you don't know what their policy is. They haven't promised you anything. You gonna put your vote behind them? That's crazy. That doesn't make any kind of sense. We're the only people that do that though. Every other ethnicity, they sitting there watching their vote. You can't be in China's uh, uh, government or republic and don't do anything or war break out. That's why they have these wars overseas and things. You know why? Because the people say, wait a minute, you ain't finna do that. But the democracy is a delusion. And so what's going on with Trump is at this particular time, they, they can't really attack Trump like they want to because his own, his own party don't want him. But they can't really attack him because you got people, especially your, your, uh, your, 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 your white people who believe in democracy. They believe in real democracy when there's really none. And to keep that delusion going, you got to make people think they got power when they don't have power. They got to make you think you're, because see, if the people stop voting, here comes civil war. 
Oh, no. Because see, what you got to understand is your most dangerous is the poor white person. Especially as part of these gun clubs. That, 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 especially in the areas where I come from in the South, where their granddaddy had guns, and their grand, great, great granddaddy had guns, and see guns get passed down. People die, but the guns keep there. They got guns and rifles, and if they find out y'all been, the government been lying to them for real, and they wake up, they go to war. And the government don't want no part of that. They got to make them think of democracy is still going on here. Are y'all following? You remember what happened with the Tea Party? Remember the Tea Party got awake? They woke up? They woke up, Tea Party woke up and said, wait a minute, you trying to take our rights? Oh, y'all trying? Because they got a little bold. The Illuminati got a little bold. They've been bold lately. Exactly. So they figure it don't matter. But then the Tea Party, who rose up, then what did they do? They, they got, they said, wait a minute. Nothing to take our rights. They're trying to start a race war. That's what they want. That's their agenda. What we have to start, though, we have to start learning how to unite ourselves. Let me say, let me say that. Our fight needs to be, first of all, in getting together, organizing. We got to learn to come together. That's the first and foremost thing. You got to heal. You can't go get guns and go into an area and start fighting folks of another country. That's stupid anyway. Yes, it is. Race is all, the battle for race and color has always been stupid. But it's what the enemy has always used. The spirit of division. He did it in the Garden of Eden. He divided who? He, he divided Eve. He divided Adam. He divided them from God. Amen? That's the first thing he did. And when God came and questioned everybody, everyone started pointing the finger. <laughs> Nobody even said to themselves, you know what, I made a mistake, baby, I did too, I'm sorry. Nobody said that. Everybody, if you notice in the, in the Garden of Eden, said, it was the woman you gave me. He said, she said, it's the snake. And the snake is the only one that didn't say a word. <laughs> he just owned it up. <laughs> you got me. <laughs> I did it. I'm the one did it. I'm the honest person in the group. Then you had Cain and Abel. Cain got the lying and got the murdering his own, his own people. Yes, he did. He got jealous and envious you, as black folks. See? See that? He's been going on with us forever. Right in his own home, his own brother. You see that same spirit now. It's got to stop. It's got to stop. What did he do? He got jealous at his brother because God accepted his gift, his offering, but didn't accept his offering. And God told him, he said, if you just do what I told you to do, and like your brother did, he said, that's okay. I'll accept you too. This is no preferential treatment, but if you just do the job, you'll be accepted. How many times do we allow jealousy to stop us from progressing? How many times do we allow jealousy and envy to get in the way of productivity. Are you following what I'm saying? I was having a conversation. Ironically, my mother, of course, is a big sports fan. And, uh, you know, I guess I get it from her partly. But all my family loves sports. They played sports in a high level. But we were talking, and 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 we got on the subject of the Lakers and Shaq and Kobe and how, how many championships they would have won. 
if they could if, if they couldn't get past their own egos. They missed they missed greatness. They missed historical greatness because of envy, jealousy, and egotism. Are y'all following what I'm saying? Do you know how many dynasties we could have had by now? How many corporations we could have had by now? How many schools we could have had by now? They attacked the church and they talk about the church being this and the church being. There are a lot of churches, okay, who have schools, who have credit unions, that teach business. And so you don't believe the hype when they talk about all churches are doing is getting your money and then just throwing it away somewhere or lacing some pastor's pocket. That is propaganda on another level. But what I, what's ironic to me is that the person that's making these statements, they're the, they're, they turn right around and beg for money. Help me build a school. Donate to this so I can get to the area so I can speak. Because you get paid to speak. <laughs> so, so they're hypocrites when they sit there and say that. Instead of valuing, they're being divisional and divisive. That's why I said when I was on Periscope, it, put, a, put aside your so-called religion. Right now, you've got to learn how to be together based on the fact that you look like each other. That's the first thing because guess what? As I said before, and, and my, my peers were looking at me crazy, before you were anything, you were black. Before you knew anything, the first thing that was recognizable, you was black. There's a black baby here. So you were that before you were anything. This is not pulling down or discrediting what we are as believers and Christians, but come on. There is an appreciation we must first have for ourselves. There's a respect that we must have for ourselves that has been lost. That's why it's hard for us to get things done. Why is that? That it's why it's because of the psychological traumatization that has constantly been going on. Look, we have been traumatized and terrorized all of our lives. As long as you've been alive, you've been traumatized and terror terrorized. There has been a hunt on. And I was watching Sunlight Broadcasting, and one lady called in, and she was asking why you're not as sensitive about the kill black killings that we saw, that we saw, we looked and saw that, as you are, as you're hyping up, you know, the police attacks. And, 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 and Jimmy Swaggart's, uh, uh, his wife was leading the organization. They had one black guy. I always have one token. Y'all <laughs> put this on soundcast. He always got one token. And let me show you what they did. First of all, he got up there, House Negro, you know. He got up there and he said, uh, well, I think that President Obama aided to these attacks. And I tell you, you could have, I, I wanted to jump. I didn't know what to do. I was grabbing everything because I was trying to, I was trying to respond. I called the number, but they kept hanging up on me. So they, so they must have knew. <laughs> I did. I called the number. They had an 800 number. I kept calling them. They kept hanging up on me. I kept calling, y'all know how I am. I kept calling them. It kept clicking, clicking. I said, oh, they must know. He said, first of all, y'all all right? 
He said, first of all, Obama contributed to this is the black man token. He said contributed to it because when he got up and he made the statement that black lives matter. Now, wow. yes, he said, he said, because all that does is add to division. I am sick of people when it come to us. We always got to be understanding. We got to always be the one that take the high road. Oh, y'all don't want no word. We, we, you know, it can't be just like it. it they're killing us. That's it. Point blank. There's no justification. There's no well, maybe. There. The facts are the facts. When they were lynching, when they were burning, and that's a ritual. Then castrating the parts, that's a fact. You don't justify that. Now, let me come. This idiot, and I'm going to say because he's ignorant. He sits there and he says, uh, he attributed to it. Obama ain't contributed to nothing black. He, he ain't contributed to nothing black. I was I watched him give his speech. And the man distinctly did the same thing he always does. Just because, because he, he loves to sidestep. He doesn't, you know, he sidesteps. He, he's very cautious. He's sitting there pondering. But I'm going to say, now when it came to LGBT, came to Latinos, came to white women, he was straight direct. But when it comes to us, it's a, uh, well, and he made the statement, just because we say black lives matter, doesn't mean that we don't say other lives matter. We know that other lives matter. And he was, and he didn't say it as quickly as I'm saying it. He took pauses and deep breaths. He said, but, but he said, but right now, he said, we, we can't deny that black people are being killed. And that's what he said. He did not sit up there and say black lives matter and that contributed to the division. How ignorant was this man who's supposed to be a Christian sitting there saying that contribute? Somebody saying Black Lives Matter when you have Ku Klux Klan people and you have people. This so-called Fourth of July fair is called the Bell Prophet Fair. I was listening to the radio and they even said it. It was a black station and a black announcer said, "Come down to the Bell Prophet." I said, "That is the most." I said, "That person must be insane." You black and gonna say Bell Prophet Fair? So they changed it to the BP pair. Then it gets to say, it's abbreviated Bell Prophet. Bell Prophet is a high establishment of the Ku Klux Klan. Then they changed it to the St. Louis Fair. Now, when you go, and every black person running down there, you are so stupid. <laughs> the minute I found out what VP meant, I was in my 20s, because I went down there. I was going out there, I said, what? You know me. I said, what does VP mean? And somebody said it, uh, it means veil prophet. I said, veil prophet? So what's a veil prophet? So I looked it up. I said, wait a minute. You mean to tell me we're participating in a Ku Klux Klan affair? Come on. Come on. Wow. Okay. Mind control. Brainwashing. That's what we are, that's what's affected us right now. And that's why I said we work overtime to be American. 
And that's why we have a double consciousness. It's because what now most of us don't know if we're black or American. Because American ain't black. And so to be a fully American, that means you, still, you have to almost deny being black. Oh, uh, y'all don't want to work. It's a double consciousness because America don't like you. Now, you know what? Let me get real, real quick here. So he sits there and says that. I'm just blown away. But it's not over. Because the lady on the phone keeps asking, what is the problem? Then one guy, he comes up and starts talking. It shifts from him to another guy. He says, well, the data states that the majority of crimes are committed. Do you hear me? This is Jimmy Swagger, and I'm going, I'm coming at him. This is his network. He says, he says the data shows that the majority of crimes are committed by black people. Do you hear what I'm saying? Are you they're saying this on TV? He said the data shows. They commenced to go on. He said he's talking about false data, which has always been put up, manipulated, so that they have a reason to put people, black people with men in jail. They've been doing it forever. They come up with they come up with crazy uh, laws like they did to do mass incarceration. But he's sitting there talking about the data. False data. False data. And so he, he makes that excuse. He's making excuses basically for why black, they got killed. Yeah. Yeah. Then they go on to, to say, I have a son-in-law or he has a friend and he has tattoos and he has those teardrop tears. And one time he was jogging and he said the police stopped him and harassed him. He said, but he said after they found out he was no threat. And so, oh, let me tell you what they were getting at. Basically, he was saying the, the way he looked is a reason for you to be harassed. Now, how many of you know that there are more white people with tattoos all over them and you don't hear them being killed? They started that stuff. Y'all don't want to worry. But this, 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 this ignorance that you heard, this is what they said. See, this is what I'm telling you about what they think. This is what they think. This is probably Christian people. Christian people. See, Christian people. Now, what, now, now, so she, he says, one now says, well, it's the way they look. If you didn't look a certain way. That's what he's basically saying. He said he had the tattoos and the teardrop tears. And then here comes Swagger's wife. And she, and, and she starts beginning to ask the question with her ignorant self and said they were resisting arrest in most of these cases. We all saw the tapes. The reason the brother was shuddering was because they had tased him. He was, he was, he was convulsing because they had tased him. You get hit with 50,000 volts. You're going to be, you're going to be moving and shut. It's going to be hard for your body to get into a, a relaxed position. And you just tased me. And you in shock because you have no idea of what's going on. You're being attacked. You ambushed all of a sudden and you have no idea what's going on. But they tased him before they even took him down. Y'all don't want no word. And this thing 
on TV. Yeah, put it on soundcast. I want them to say something to me. The, the, this thing sits there and say, in all those cases, if they had not been resist, how is he resisting arrest sitting in a car? He's sitting in the car, shot up dead. But she said he's resisting arrest.